We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Julius, it was so much fun to watch the passion, the intensity. You were vibing with the crowd tonight. Can you take me inside your focus? Uh, Just locked in. You know, we... Uh, lost two in a row. Um, obviously important for us to protect home court and get back on track. Uh, total team effort. Everybody chipped in. Everybody uh, contributed. And uh, we were able to get a team win. First game without Mitchell Robinson. You also don't have Emmanuel quickly tonight. But there were so many positives despite the fact that it's hard to play without those guys. What stood out to you? Um, I think we just did it as a collective. You know, uh, top to bottom, we're a team, and we need everybody. Uh, the guys came in and stepped up, and we got the job done. I've got to ask you about the assist tonight. I mean, what can you say about the teamwork that you got? Say it again. What can you say about the teamwork with the assist tonight? Oh, yeah, that's when we're at our best. When everybody's uh, touching the ball, uh, we're sharing it, everybody's getting their rhythm, uh, making shots and making an easy play, uh, that's when we're at our best offensively. Julius, thank you. Thank you. Drew and I, what's going on, Drew and I? Win is a win. Having said that, we just gave up 130 to one of the worst offenses in the league, hoping things tighten up after a few games of being Mitchless. Uh, he'll be missed. The D train is out of service. Uh, let me let me offer this. Let me offer this. The Raptors in the first half. Hold on. I promise this will not take too long. The Raptors in the first half were 5 of 22 from 3. They scored 60 points. In large part because of the offensive rebounding, the second chance points, and the Knicks, uh, at times, abhorrent transition defense. They scored 70 points in the second half. In the second half, they were 5 of 22, um, 9 of 17. From three. So, you know, tip your cap a little bit. Um, defense wasn't great, to, to, to put it politely, in the second half. They're off defensively right now. Like, they have spurts. Like, there was a spurt in this game where we saw a version of the Knicks defense. Where it was like, oh, there it is. Like, it was brief. It was, like, fleeting. Um, I still think they can put together m- st- enough stretches of high-level defense when it matters. The problem is, they—I mean—they just have to be better on the glass because 
you'll put together that great, you know, 20 seconds of half court defense. And then you'll give up an offensive rebound. And like they never have to worry about that with Mitch in there and then Hardenstein off the bench because they are literally, they have been up until this point, the best defensive rebounding team in the NBA. When you, they're not that gifted of an, they're not a gifted defensive team at all. They, I, I kind of, it's a little shocking to me that they were as highly ranked as they were, but like give everybody credit for that. But like moving forward without Mitch for these next two months, they're not that gifted and talented of a, of, of a, of a, def, of a defensive team where they're going to just string together so many of those positive defensive possessions and they can afford to give up offensive reasons that they're not going to be able to do it. So, um, they have to figure it out. They have to figure it out. And which is why it's like, it's, I'm, it, this is a game to game thing, man. And I have a funny feeling there's going to be some games where we look up and we'll be like, Oh my God, we got fucking killed on the, on the glass tonight. And like, couldn't really stop the pick and roll and the whole thing. You have to, you have to supplement the bad with, with the good. Just make it through this stretch. This is, this is now, it's, I hate to say this, but it's like the next two months are going to be like triage. Can you can you get past these couple of months? Couple of games over five hundred. Three games over five hundred. I don't know. Like what's greedy? I don't know what's being greedy. I'll I'll, I'll leave that to to everybody out there. Yeah, be more uh, Corey, Baltimore Corey. Mitch's presence was sorely missed tonight. Can't give that many offensive rebounds. Yeah, just just hit on it. Totally agree. Um, they need to clean it up. I, and look, and let's let's give. I haven't mentioned Jericho Sims' name once. First, the guy hasn't played at all. He hasn't played at all. Stepped in tonight in the starting lineup against a team that just everywhere you look, it's fucking arms you know that's that's you want to talk about being thrown into the deep end that's thrown into the deep end he'll get better he'll get better dom cappuccini dom you're you're a madman thank you dom i won't be doing a uh super chat until brooklyn i need my sleep <laughs> Amen to that. So I'll say this now. Uh, without 23, I don't know how many times we can win like this. If they can cut down on the silly turnovers, maybe they can get away with more than I think. Good luck on the road. Um, thank you for bringing up the turnovers. Um, and uh, sorry, there's a, a tweet that just came up, which I will get back to in a bit. But yeah, uh, Knicks, in terms of turning the ball over tonight, went into the fourth quarter or went into the second half of the fourth quarter with 13, finished the game with 13. You know, uh, 13's fine. Raptors scored 14 points off those 13 turnovers. That's fine. It's, 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 it's the, it's the offensive rebounds. Um, 17 given up. The Knicks have given up more, but not a whole lot more. Um, so that's the big part. That's the big part. And I don't blame you for getting sleep. Dan Hidalgo. Grimes is the kind of player that they could that 
could make a team look silly if he's traded, but IQ is him, and I can't see us trading um, DiVincenzo or Hart. What a conundrum. Well, listen, doesn't necessarily need to be a conundrum. Speaking of Manuel quickly, this is uh, thanks to uh, New York Basketball's Twitter account for tweeting this out. Uh, Tibbs on Quickly's knee, right knee inflammation. It just cropped up. Some knee soreness. We'll see where he's at tomorrow. I don't want to say too too much till he gets in. He's had a bit of soreness. Just want to make sure he's good. So let's see what that is. Um, look, the Knicks are deep. They have a lot of really good players. It, we go over the same thing over and over again. How do you get from good to great? Or how do you get from very good to, you know, to great? Um, as long as you're valuing your assets appropriately, you'll be fine. Um, I think we all know what Grimes can do. I think we all know what Quickly could do. I think we all know what RJ could do. Um, you know, value your guys and you'll say, you can say a lot of things about the front office that they have not been patient is not one of them. So we'll, 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 we'll see. I, I, I'm not worried about it. Bopped you. Does anyone have JetBlue customer service phone number? I need to refund Grimes one way ticket to Siberia. Such a nice win tonight. Let's take care of business on the road. It's interesting. You know, speak of the devil, Rorschach test. People watching this game be like, oh my God. Yeah, this game shouldn't have been this close given this, that, and the other. I'm more with you. Uh, Bob, you. I I I feel really good about this win tonight. I feel really energized. I I, I was really the word I I finally arrived at. And I was spending the last you know forty eight hours trying to think of the word. It was deflating. The the Bucks and Celtics games they were deflating because we were really we were feeling pretty good going into those games, and it's like to to have it happen the way it happens. Like oh god, this this. Put some air back in the sails. Was it perfect? No. But you know what? They won. They won. I'm going to say this, and I real, I'm going to give a caveat right afterwards. I, they won playing Knicks basketball tonight. And yes, I recognize this. The Knicks basketball does not usually entail getting out offensive rebounded by the other team. I understand that. Um, Knicks basketball doesn't usually entail Jalen Brunson as having seven turnovers. But I thought they showed grit and heart and toughness and all of the other buzzwords uh, that we overuse. So this was a good win for me. Josh, so focused from the little I watched. I even saw a slightly higher defensive motor from Julius. Cheers. AG one. He doesn't need to be perfect. He just needs to set his own baseline. Uh, my favorite comment of the night so far, Ja. No one's asking Julius to make all defense. Just put hands up. High hands, right? Uh, be where you're supposed to be. Fight around screens. When you get around a screen and you're in front of a guy who has a little bit of room, take some of his room away. Get a defensive stance. Um, don't get blown by. Be aware. 
Like, we know what he has to do. And we know what he has to avoid. And I think like a game like tonight, yeah, again, it's Julius. You're always going to be able to find the, 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 the couple of clips. Um, but keep it to a couple of clips that look really bad. Don't make it five or seven or ten clips where it's like, oh my God, come on, guys. What are we doing? That's the goal. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate you, man. Um, Dom with another one. Dom, you're getting it all out tonight, aren't you? Even with the roller coaster ride on defense, this game still counts as a solid win. I agree. It appears our three point shooting is very real. I mean, that's. I, I think we could put that one to bed. This team is a good three point shooting team. Um, I'm curious if they can carry us through, if it can carry us through November, December. Uh, nice shirt, John. I got the same one. Awesome, man. That's really cool. Um, looking forward to seeing you wearing it at the at the next town hall for sure. Um, I, I hold on. I, I'm going to see something. Uh, I may ask Andrew to come up here and and filibuster for a second. So the one the one guy who has been having a down season from three point season from three point range um, is Julius Randall, right? And he has had a lot of games this year where he's put up a lot of threes and hasn't made a lot of them because what have smart people like Benji and uh, not myself, cause I'm not smart, but like, you know, a lot of people would say, what do you have to do? Julius? You have to put up the shots. You have to, mm-hmm. the volume is what matters because last year you only hit 34%, but you put up eight or nine or whatever it was, three point attempts a game. That's what's going to strike here strike fear into opposing defenses. And he put up a lot of shots from three uh, in the early portion of the year. Here's where he's been in terms of shooting threes the last five games. Um, five three-point attempts, four three-point attempts, two three-point attempts, four three-point attempts. And then tonight, pulling it up, <laughs> three, po- three three-point attempts. He was one to three. I don't know if that has been just a decision on his part, if it's been something the team has discussed, um, but that is a marked change from certainly where he was last year and even like earlier this year where it's like I'm looking at from the beginning of the season, eight, seven, five, five, six, nine, eight, six, four, eight, you know, and it, he's taking a step back there. And I just I, I wonder maybe that's something a continuing story that we we should keep an eye on. But um, he's just been so efficient, and it's incredible how he's making it work for him, even though he's not taking as many threes. That's all. Yeah, he um he's also, I mean, you talked about it with Fred yes yesterday. He's kind of cooking in the paint right now. Like to point out his three point attempts, so he was one of three, which means he was thirteen of eighteen from two today. <laughs> like. He, he, his efficiency numbers are are skyrocketing over this recent stretch. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's just it's great to see his evolution, and it's great to see the fact that he does not need to be uh, you know, hoisting it up from three for this team to uh, function offensively at a high level, and for him to function offensively at a high level. So that's good. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Baltimore Corey Hart may be onto something with the breast milk diet. 
build strong bones and teeth. I have nothing to add to that. But that's an astute observation. You don't want to have a, a deep conversation about this topic? You know, I've never tried breast milk. Me neither. Well, well I mean... That doesn't say much for you. You have never had a wife, uh, you know, a, a babies in the household. Right. But like, I, I guess, like technically, I don't know, were you breastfed as a baby? I, I, I'm actually not sure. I, I don't know. I know I was. So I have tried it. I've, I haven't since I've been an adult, though. Yes. And I guarantee you, there are other adults out there, not just Josh Hart, who f- are like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I haven't. And I don't want to. Well, you guys going to have more kids? Then we could make it a live no. stream event. <laughs> All right, I made it awkward enough. <laughs> That's the drinking game. That's the drinking game. <laughs> but we're not sponsored. It's a breast milk drinking game, and yeah, it'll the, be the, our the drinking game that occurs. The, the drinking game that occurs if Dolores gets pregnant again will not be sponsored by. Okay, anybody. it will just be me <laughs> huddled in a corner with a bottle of something brown. Yes, something something much stronger. Exactly. Than AG One. Shout out to AG One. Uh, Steven Skiame, uh, needed that W, John. Uh, great games from everyone. Julius, when he puts in the effort on D, is a top 15 player easily. This version of Julius on offense and um, with passable defense. Uh, he's an all-NBA guy, as, as he's been for through the last three years. Can you imagine if he made a third all NBA? If he made a third all NBA team, that's like I, I don't even want to say this out loud because it sounds insane. Like you're if you compile enough stats and you maybe make Don't do it. Don't do it. I already see where you're going with this. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know that you know the NBA. It's I, not the whole thing. It's the hall of like, did you play basketball for a long time? Were you really good? It's the hall of basketball. Yes. It's <laughs> They'll probably no, factor seen. in that he went to Kentucky and he'll, he'll play for one Olympic team that wins a gold medal. And no, but, it, but in all seriousness, like I think like I think Reggie Miller made like three NBA teams, right? You know, so like there. Look, I, we're, we're, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it just shows he's not even 30 yet. Right. Or what is he? 30? 31. He's 29. He'll turn. Oh, wait. He just had a birthday. I think he just maybe he just turned 29 or he just turned 30. I'll look it up. But yeah, whatever it is, he's got some good years ahead of him. You know, it's a hell of a player. Yeah. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about AG1. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs, such as gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to evaluate your baseline health. Fun fact, I recommended AG1 to all my friends, family, and Mrs. Claudio. We drink AG1 first thing in the morning, 
happening to make sure we have the energy needed to take on a busy day. There's no debate. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash filmschool. That's drink. That's drinkag1.com slash filmschool. Check it out. Hey there, Knicks fans. Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you'll get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You know I like my stats, so I got some stats here for you. Good food is too precious to waste. HelloFresh's pre-proportioned ingredients cut down on your food waste by at least 23% compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and the planet. And if you're looking for more ways to save this spring, HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% cheaper than takeout. 25%, that's a lot. I love HelloFresh. I love love not only the taste of the meals, but I love the fact that I could have two kids literally hanging off me as I am cooking and I'm still able to follow the recipes and make meals that are exactly as advertised. If you want to experience HelloFresh too, don't hesitate. Go to HelloFresh.com slash filmschoolfree and use code filmschoolfree for free breakfast for life. You did not mishear me. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash filmschoolfree and use code filmschoolfree for free breakfast for life. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With basketball season fully underway, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. This is a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, take Jalen Brunson over in points or Julius Randle over in rebounds and combine it with two NFL picks like Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards or Zach Wilson over in interceptions. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Nation Ferg. Put some respect on 30. I this is the energy I needed. Shout out to AG1. We're gonna have to change AG1 to AG30. Um, he's not perfect, but he's ours. Loved how the ball moved and how players moved themselves. Um, the offense is still clicking. New identity. I, I mean, I wrote it kind of at the very tail end of, of the newsletter today, the first newsletter. Shout out to all the newsletter subscribers. You got the, the Mitchell Robinson injury um, 
a bonus edition of the newsletter, uh, which you could feel free to sign sign up for at uh, Substack, uh, Knicks Film School. So the Knicks now, after three straight uh, really good games, Andrew, you want to do advanced stats update real quick? I already know it. What are they in offense? They are 10th in offense now. 10th in offense, and God knows there have to be... How they are still 11th in defense is kind of astounding to me, but they're 10th in offense. I have 12th in defense. I have, I have them I have them behind Memphis and behind Portland and behind... I'll, I'm looking at, at NBAstats.com. As am um, I. Oh, it changed. Not updated. It updated. Somebody else yeah. got killed probably just past them, so they're 11th in, in defense, and then they're 9th in net rating. But like 116.5 offensive rating, that's it's pretty good. And here's, you know what, here's the thing. Phoenix is 11th, 116.3. Then there's a massive drop and you have Sacramento at 114.5. So there's a very clear upper echelon of offense in the NBA. Um, you have Indiana and actually Philly in a, kind of a tier of their own. And then you have another, you know, 9, 10 teams. And the Knicks are in that group. They, man, the, the offense is real. One sixteen point five offensive rating would also be fifth last year, or right behind fifth last year. The Knicks' offensive rating last year, according to NBA stats, was one hundred and seventeen. Uh, Denver was right behind them at one sixteen point eight. So the Knicks' offense at the top has been has been pretty high this year. Yeah. So yeah, like how they're playing on offense. Dom with another one. Last one. You could really see a world where Julius and Jalen team up as all-stars. Man, that would be fun. Uh, they just need to find a way to get in the 4-5 seed convo to make it happen. Go Knicks. Man. Uh, it, I mean, it's funny enough. The, the loss of Mitch arguably helps that case. Like If they do get to the all-star voting time, and they continue to play well and like blow away my modest expectations for them, which is basically to just like be around a 500 team, maybe a little bit better. Yeah, they would have, they would have a shot. They would have a shot. Um, I don't know if it's a great shot, but they'd have a shot. Last time Knicks had two all-stars. Uh, let's see if I could. Andrew, you want to you do a quick quiz? I know it. So yeah, go ahead. Well, the last time they had two All-Stars was Melo and uh, Tyson Chandler. In Correct. The, 2013. 12-13 season. Time before that was Sprewell and Allen Houston in the 2000... It's Very 2000. famous All-Star game. Very famous All-Star game. Oh, I don't remember the actual game. It's, I, I just know it's either 0-1, or 0-2, So it's the 2000-2001 season. So it was okay. the 0-1 All-Star game. And the reason okay. it's so famous is because the East was trailing by like 19 or 20 going into oh, the fourth exactly. quarter. Yeah. And the East made a huge comeback. And Stefan Marbury, Marbury there you go. hit two I remember, big I remember watching the game. Never in crunch time. Kobe, that, that's one of the more fun YouTube rewatches, just to go rewatch the final five minutes of that game. Um and the reason I say it was legendary is because that game usually means nothing, especially kids watching today's All-Star game are like, wait, the All-Star game mattered? Yeah, they played the last five minutes of that like a competitive game. And it was Dikembe Mutombo's former Nick. It was his performance in that second half in which he had over 20 rebounds in that game. 
that convinced Larry Brown to trade a first round pick for him a few weeks later <laughs> so he could use him to potentially defend Shaq back. in the going. finals, which didn't work. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I, I would have to go back and really dig deep on the East in 2000, 2001. The Chandler Anthony thing is a different category because like the Knicks were a really good team and Chandler was having an outstanding defensive season. That's different than getting two like shot creating offensive engines into the all-star game. Houston Sprewell, man, the East was not was not great at that time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would want to go back and really dig in. Like the Knicks were not a great team that year. Um like you know, and then they had multiple All-Stars, obviously, at times in the 90s. Ewing, I mean, famously in 93, 94, Ewing, Starks, Oakley. And then, um, you know, in the 80s, they had Ewing or, or late 80s. I think it was Ewing or Mark Jackson. Like the last time you had two true like engines like this, where it was like a true 1A and a 1B. Man, you, you kind of have to go back to Clyde and Pearl, I think. Probably. I think you're not giving enough credit to Spreewell and Houston and what they meant to that team. They were awesome. They were the you're whole right they were in the, the offense. sense that it was a very weak Eastern Conference. Though. It was weak. So, and to make that point, I'm just going to misread the starting five for the East that made the All Star team in 2001. So, Allen Iverson, who won the MVP that year, started. Yeah. Um, Vince Carter, potential future Hall of Famer. Uh, Tracy McGrady just made the Hall of Fame. Antonio Davis. Of the Toronto Raptors. It's a real thing. That is a real thing. And then rest in peace. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Anthony Mason of the Miami Heat was the fifth starter that night. Now let's go to the Western Conference. Let's see if you know any of these names. So Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Chris Webber, Jason Kidd, and then the fifth starter, Kobe Bryant. You ever heard of him? I have heard of him. With David Robinson and Carl Malone and Gary Payton off the bench. Yeah, it, it was not an equal footing uh, league no. at, that, at that point in time. Um, so all this is to say, if, if somehow Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle both make the All-Star team this year, that would be, that would be worth making a big deal out of. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt G, great team win, big time. Julius Randle performance. I'm running. I'm running out of AG one. Um, hit process is way better. Can live with a few brain farts. Uh, Brunson is starting to get picked on on defense. Uh, completely agree with the Randall comment. I I don't really have anything to add there. Brunson getting picked on on defense. Uh. More teams are doing it, and they're they're going to be creative in doing it. I thought he was really strong defensively over the first, you know, 15, 17, 19, whatever games of the season. It's been a rough go, these last three games especially. It's been really rough. And, you know, you zoom out, and you're like, man... You're asking this guy to do a lot offensively, a lot, and it is. It's not just you're asking him to like take a lot of shots. Like the the work he puts in 
to manufacture his buckets, which is which which maybe is is mitigated by the uptick in three point shooting this year in terms of volume. I wonder if that has to do with it, you know. And then like the ways he can make himself valuable on defense by drawing all these offensive fouls and taking all these charges and like and everything and just throwing his body around. You like it, it really does make you appreciate how much you are asking of this player. And um, I don't know. You know, I've heard a lot of arguments. Some of them don't need to be that sophisticated in terms of like, here is why the Knicks need to keep Emmanuel quickly. Like, because he's a very good player. (laughs) But like, the notion that you may need to start managing Brunson in a certain type of way maybe earlier than you would need to manage earlier in their career than you would need to manage a lot of other players. Um, I don't know. Something to think about. Thanks, Matt. Will Oliver. What's going on, Will? Randall getting the crowd amped felt like a thumbs down cleansing. Absolutely. And man, I just, I hope I hope it sticks. I hope it sticks. That's all. Great comment from you, Will. Thank you. Jason M, give Randall his damn flowers. He deserves it 100%. We're giving it to him. Amen to that. Sean with a W. Raptors fans in spaces want Darko fire. <laughs> LOL. Hey, listen. Can we talk, are we allowed to talk about the Raptors for a sec? I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the Raptors for a sec. Raptors are nine and fourteen. Um, and Scotty Barnes is having a legitimate, most improved player level campaign. Like they didn't lose tonight because of Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes was awesome. Um, OG Ananobi tonight was. I, I mean, he was really good. Scored a bunch of points. I thought you know, obviously Randall had his way with him defensively on a few occasions but like OG Ananobi he's his scoring is a little bit down because the usage is a little bit more spread out he's been awesome defensively he's hitting 39% from 3 like OG's been good this year Siakam is the one who's like most noticeably taking a step back um but like he's he hasn't been terrible you know Schroeder's been fine Pirtle's been solid like they got Trent, they got Achua, they got Boucher, they got Dick. You need Dick. Uh, didn't do much tonight. Not, not a lot of Dick tonight. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but Nick Nurse certainly seems to be doing well in Philadelphia. I, I continue to be endlessly fascinated by the Raptors. There was a report from Shams today, obviously, that noted that uh, teams are like you know they're 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 circling circling in the water as it were waiting to see he reported what many others have reported previously which is that like OG Ananobi is the one who teams are uh, more skeptical that he actually gets dealt i don't know man 9 and 14 you know the the you know you're 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 at this point you're fighting it out with the bulls to be in 11th I don't 
I don't really know what you do with that because it's it's not. I don't know. We'll see. Thanks, Sean. And check out Casual Fridays. Obviously, uh, they're awesome. So go listen to them. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky. Love you, John, but that's so unfair to A-Rod. A-Rod hit 290, 392, 523 during his down 2006, while Randall was very detrimental in 21-22. I love Julius, and I've been a defender of him. More of an A-Rod defense. I, I Andrew's, Andrew's on here rolling his eyes. Kevin, if I could speak for you, John. Uh, please. The point that John was making was not a direct one-to-one comp. Clearly, Julius was not an MVP-level player, although he did finish seventh in MVP one year. He was not saying it's a one-to-one comp. It's more just the vibe or the spirit of the conversation around both players. Because you bring up A-Rod's down 04 year or 06 year in which... He had 121 RBIs and 36 home runs, and yet was getting booed and batted eighth during the playoffs. Um, I remember that. The against Detroit. Year, yes, against Detroit. The 04 year is actually the year I think people point to that started. Like, you want to talk about a thumbs down? How about slapping a ball out of Bronson Arroyo's hand uh, as your your part of the worst collapse in Major League Baseball history? I remember. So that. there are vibes around. A rod that exists in the same context around Julius that no matter what he does, he's never going to win the fan base over. That is what is going on here. It's not one to one comp. You didn't have to pull up baseball reference on us. Love you, Kev. Why do you, why, why do you hate Kevin Denishevsky? I love Kevin. Believe me, I ignore all of his baseball direct messages. <laughs> Joe Maurer is not a Hall of Famer, by the way, Kev. Anyway, next up. Uh yes. Next. By the way, can, I'm just looking at this. To stay, well, I'll get back to it later. I'm back. I was going to say, uh, big win for Orlando tonight. Beat Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. I was, I, I was trying to keep an eye on that game throughout the night. And John, uh, go look at the Washington score. I saw, it. I saw it. Oh my gosh, that was 112 to 67 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was just looking at the Eastern Conference standings. Like, like I. Orlando's that so there's Boston, Milwaukee, and and Philly. Those three teams you figure are going to be there all year long. The question is when is Orlando going to come back down to earth? And like, it's a big like they keep just having these big wins, um, important wins. They're they're right there. They're tied obviously for second in the conference. Um, I still think they will come back at some point, and then it's a matter of like who from this if they do come back, Magic, Indy, Knicks. Brooklyn keeps fucking hanging around. Cavs, Miami. How many did I name six teams? Yeah. So set six teams for three three playoff spots. Um, and then there's a drop off with Atlanta next, but you know, maybe Atlanta Atlanta could find some life. That's I mean, gun to your head. Who are you picking for the three playoff spots right now? It's it's entirely too early at the moment. For me personally, there's a lot of things that still need to be sorted out. You know, I tell you, you're not gonna you're not gonna be surprised at who which of those six teams I think is most certain to. Yeah, this is where. Speaking of it, the shirt's not available anymore, but I cannot wait to wear this. No, it's not that the next game. Really, you're not going to Miami? Okay, where no. are you going? Oh, Indiana. No. Oh, that's right. We got to go create a Pacer shirt for you to wear too. I think I, I think I would go Knicks above the Heat. 
actually. I would go if I was to rank those six teams as far as like most sure that they're going to get one of those six playoff spots. I think I'll go Indiana one, Knicks two. So, John, I'm going to turn the turn the live stream off. Are you okay? <laughs> Everything all right? Listen, Miami doesn't always take the regular season seriously. I mean, that was always true. And it, it's, it's never stopped you from going out of your way to the stump for them. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I don't know. We'll see. I could see any of the, listen, I, I just named those six teams. I could see any of those teams finishing fourth. I could see any of those teams finishing ninth. Mm-hmm. Tr- truly. Maybe not any of them ninth. I think the Nets will probably regress a little bit, but yeah. Can I just say, I also, the Giants just won. So shout out to New York football giant fans watching. I have no Tommy idea if Cullis. you wanted. Yes, Tommy Cutlets, another win for Tommy DeVito. I have no idea if you wanted that because they were in full tank mode. And now it's legit. That loss to Zach Wilson five or six weeks ago might actually keep you from the playoffs. But, you know, I've also successfully triggered Kevin in the the live chat because he's now listing Joe Maurer's resume. I just don't care. That's so. unfortunate. Shout out to everybody watching along. Still over 400 people still watching along an hour and 17 minutes in. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, let's keep going. Busy. So when are we going to call for Dante's bench? <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Come on. Keep it. Keep things as they are. Please, God. Thanks, Busy. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Jocelyn Focus, man. He's getting him in tonight. Your praise for Julius has me intrigued, John. Now... I have to watch this game because it sounds like this might have been his best game of the season. Still, he has earned both the praise and the vitriol that no one game can change. I thought his the combination of his process and his shot making tonight might have been as good as any game this season, and that includes the Bucks game, where he scored. Uh, I forgot how many he scored. He scored over forty points. Um, because like the process, I thought was great, and then the reason I bring up the shot making is not only on those possessions where he was just absolutely in his toolbox working the Raptors like a beat mule, but there were a few possessions where the possession broke down, and like there, it just it devolved into like, okay, I'm going to take a tough shot. At some of the tough shots that he hit, man. I mean, like I he had however many field goals he had tonight. I don't know that there was a single one where I wasn't like at least a little bit like, man, that's a nice shot. It's truly. Like, go back it like honestly, the best thing for you to do, don't go back and watch the whole game. Tomorrow morning, once the clips are uploaded, go to um the NBA's you could just click on like Julius, if you go to the NBA's stats page, there some of the stats are in blue, which means you can click on them and see video of those stats. Just go watch the field goal makes from this game, and it's you're going to be like, my God, it was great, truly astounding. Thanks, Joe. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com